How are you dealing with your anxiety today in this very moment that you're listening to this episode of the podcast? How would you say you're dealing with it? Or maybe you're not the one who has the anxiety. Maybe it's your husband or your friend and you're listening because you want to help them. How are they dealing with it? If you've talked to them this morning or this afternoon or whenever you're listening to this, how are they dealing with their anxiety today? I think there's multiple ways in which we respond to our anxiety. And one of those ways is through anger. And that is what I want us to talk about today. Today, we're digging into this one specific type that tends to spread its tentacles in such a way that it could damage everything around us. You could become the Hulk and just smash buildings and smash people and not even realize that your wake has caused so much damage. So in this episode, it's going to require us all to take a hard look internally and ask ourselves, how are we managing? How are we dealing with our anxiety? And then we have to be willing to embrace what we find so that as we go forward, we can both manage our anxiety and manage the ways in which we respond to that anxiety. So to do that, we have to be real and we have to live authentic. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know what's next. So let's get trying. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the podcast. I'm thrilled to have you along with us on this journey. As always, this podcast is about being real, living authentic, and not giving up. That's why we say, let's get trying. It means just keep going. Let's keep working. Let's keep pushing forward because uh, we just we don't want to give up on ourselves. We know that that is so, so important. My name's Aaron Lee, if I didn't tell you that already. My name's Aaron Lee. I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm so thankful that I get this time to share with you each week um, just on this topic of anxiety and depression and mental health and life in general. And that's that's very, very important for me to be able to share in my journey and share with you on yours because we're in this together. We got to know that we that we're we're doing this together, and that is so valuable. So if you wouldn't mind, hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends and family, and uh, rate and review it on uh, social media and in uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those places that you are consuming these episodes. Please, 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 it would help us out so much if you would do that. Uh, yeah, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, be sure to check out the anxiouspastor.com where the show notes can be found. We'll have links to different topics that we talk about and different resources that we're talking about and all that good stuff. But yeah, be sure to check out the anxiouspastor.com. Also, I don't know where you're at today, but I really felt like it would be good if I just took a moment and prayed over those of you that are listening. And and I don't want this to feel awkward for anyone, but I do see a ton of value in knowing that each one of us come to have came into this awkward season of quarantine, of racial divide, of all sorts of things. And I think it can feel so heavy. I know it does for me personally. And I just feel like we need to, to lift things up to the Lord. And so I hope that you're okay with that. If you're driving, just listen in. If you're 
sitting at your desk at work um, and you can bow your head and close your eyes and just listen and lean into the Lord, I would encourage you to do that because I really think it's valuable for us to to ask for his help and thank him for his graciousness. So let's let's pray together. God, we are so grateful, so thankful that you love us in the way that you do. We're so thankful that no matter what is going on in this crazy world we live in, you are still sovereign and you are still Savior. And we want to lean into you. We want our trust to be in you. And we can be better people by living the example of Jesus and sharing the gospel of Jesus. And so I pray that that's where our heart is. I pray that that's how we're living our lives, that we're not caught up in some social media posts, some news article, or just stories that we're being told by other people, but that we're leaning into you to know how to live our lives. And God, that is a powerful, powerful uh, reminder to us. So thank you for loving us and showing us that example. God, I pray for the people that are listening. I pray for myself, God, for our mental health that we've all probably been dealing with in this quarantine, in this season, if not our entire lives. And so God, help us to see that it is about progress, not perfection, and that we can lean closer into you and trust in you because you are our God. We love you and we thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. Yeah, so thankful that we can do that together. I just wanted to say in this episode, I'm talking about a topic that is very, very, uh, I would say important and it is important, but dear to me because it's something I struggle with. Uh, I want to be better at this, and I'm going to tell you right up front that I am awful about allowing anger to be the response to my anxiety. And I'm going to talk more about that in a moment because I don't want us to get caught up in this thought that anxiety is the result of anger or vice versa because I do think they're two separate entities, but they are connected. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. But that's what we're doing today. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, lean into this. You're going to have to do some soul searching to see, is this something I struggle with? And then what I'd also like for you to do is replace the word anger with whatever way you feel like you respond to your anxiety. So maybe for you, your response to your anxiety is to retreat. And maybe you need to respond in a different way because your retreating is becoming destructive. But for this episode, what what I'm going to specifically talk about is anger, but I believe that we can address it in multiple ways uh, with multiple things. It doesn't have to just be anger, but that is what I'm going to talk about specifically because that's something I struggle with. Just a few days ago, my family traveled back to Virginia, where I'm from. Back there, my parents live there. My sister and her family live there. And we we went and spent time with them. And it was such a great, a wonderful time. And what I have found, though, with any time we travel is the bookend of the trip is always miserable for me. And here's why that is. Getting in a car for five hours with an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and especially a two-year-old can be a huge challenge. And our our two-year-old, he struggles with communicating. He's a little behind in his 
uh, speech. And so he, he just has a hard time communicating. And, and, you know, I know what a lot of you are probably thinking, man, you should have more grace for those kids, but you know, get in the car with a two-year-old who can't talk that great. And it's tons of fun. Sarcasm. In reality, what happens to me is I get in this car. I I think what it is, is I'm getting into a confined space and it causes me significant anxiety. I already struggle with some uh, road rage, to be quite honest. And when I get out and I start being able to move and then traffic happens, man, I can't even tell you how frustrating it is for me. And why I think that is, is it has a lot to do with control. So I believe that control is something that causes a ton of issues with our anxiety. And we've talked about this in the past, but I believe that when we expect something to happen, if we have an expectation of someone to do something or something to happen, we are going to be let down. But the problem is, is when we are let down, it causes our anxiety to well up and start coming to the surface. And I think from that anxiety, we respond. And that's what I was talking about a moment ago with the whole response to anxiety. How do you respond to it? Well, for me, it is the anger piece. And so I get in the car with my kids and the anxiety comes out. And from that anxiety, then I lash out. So anxiety comes out, I lash out. I would say a lot of you can probably relate to that because driving, confined spaces, kids yelling and screaming, it causes something in you to to struggle. And the only way to get it out feels like it's through anger. Well, what we need to learn is that we have to work through this and know that that isn't necessarily the best way to do it. If anything, I've learned, and this is why I want to work so much harder at this, is that, man, my kids are like sponges right now. And they are learning how to treat people and they're learning what they value and how much I love them and all those things from how I respond to them. And I have to be very careful how my anger can make them feel like they're not loved or that they're not valued or that they're not important. And man, it is very, very overwhelming for me. All right, so let's go back to that question I asked at the beginning of the episode. How do you respond to your anxiety? So by now, if you're like me and you struggle with anger, you're probably feeling, yeah, I get that. Maybe your anger doesn't come out with your kids. Maybe your anger comes out at a coworker. Maybe it comes out at your spouse. What I think we have to do is trace it back. Where does that come from? Where is this anger coming from? And I think that goes back to the control thing I was talking about a moment ago is that lack of control can make us feel anxious or anxiousness makes us feel like we have lack of control. And from that, we respond. So again, the anger may not be your thing. Maybe your thing is to be passive aggressive. Maybe you're passive aggressive to people and that's how you respond to your anxiety. Well, that's not healthy either. So we have to be able to take that assessment and ask ourselves the question, how am I responding to my anxiety? So with this whole anger piece, 
again, the control side of it is so, so important. And that's why I'm hitting this pretty heavy because I think that a lot of it is rooted in that. I get anxious in moments that I cannot control. Then I get angry because I'm anxious. You have to be able to draw a map to where this is coming from. Where did you come from that's led you to this moment? If you're at point B, how did you get there? And what was point A? I don't know if we do that enough. We just ride our emotions and never really look back in the rearview mirror to see what caused us to get there. Before we move on, I'd like to point out that there is a difference between anxiety and anger. Anxiety is this thing that really has no rational reason. It doesn't have a, a good uh, reason to feel threatened. Where anger is a response to a, an actual threat, something that we view as an actual threat. So why we have to be able to distinguish the differences, our anxiety is this kind of fantasy view of a threat where then we take that, I think, and make it an actual threat. And that's where our anger tends to attack or tends to fight for whatever it needs to do to protect us. Also, can I challenge us to flip this thing on its head for a minute? I want to challenge you to think that maybe if you're listening and you don't think you're an anxious person or a depressed person, maybe you're not. Maybe that is true. But what if, ask yourself this question, what if your anger is actually depression? Think about that. Maybe your anger, maybe your anger is your response to feeling like the world is broken and that you have no way of fixing it. And so then in turn, you just feel anger because nothing's getting better. Things are miserable and you just don't see there's ever going to be something that changes it. If you're that person, I would challenge you to make sure that you're asking that question. You need to know if you're an angry person, you need to know that there's something always deeper. There's, there's something below the surface of every single emotion like this that we struggle with. We have to understand that there is a dial that's being turned. And because of that, we respond in different ways. But if we don't acknowledge the fact that there is something beneath the surface, there's some feeling of discomfort or pain, man, we are missing and we're only treating the, the symptom. We're not treating the sickness. So if we've established this as the problem for us, what do we do about it? What's, what's something that we can put in place? How do we fix this? And I think there's no real answer on any of this stuff. If you found out anything from this podcast is I'm just giving you some suggestions. I'm not going to say they're going to work for everybody, but I do think there is value in having some structure, having some rhythm, having some things that can help us get through this when we're struggling. And here's, here's a couple of things that help me. Here's the first one. I will put in headphones when I'm in the car. All right, here's why that is helpful. If you struggle with anger, sometimes the best thing you can do is get your mind off of it or to pull yourself out of the situation. Well, in my case, in being in a car, I can't pull myself out of the car. That would just be dangerous and stupid. But I can, 
isolate myself for a, a, a moment of time. And you've learned, if you've learned anything about me, like that's something I have to do with my anxiety. I step away and, and it has to be purposeful, but I step away because it gives me an opportunity to kind of hit the reset button. And then when I pull my headphones out, uh, I'm, I'm refreshed. It's not as uh, intense as it once was. So for me, I will pull out those headphones. And I think you can do that whether you're in the car. I think whether you're at home or you're at work, maybe you're in this feeling of anxiety and you're just enraged. If you can take one deep breath, take a deep breath and say, put your headphones in, that can help. I know that's a really, really, really practical thing to do. Maybe you don't have headphones. Well, if you're at work, step into another room, go into the break room at your office, or just step outside for a few moments to, to get some fresh air. I can tell you that it will be very, very beneficial to you. Now, if you're in the car, that's a whole nother situation, and maybe you got to turn the music up or something. I don't know, but there is something about just having a, a momentary reset that allows us to take a deep breath and to maybe gain our composure so we don't respond in a destructive way. The second thing I believe we can do is, I kind of mentioned it a moment ago, but we can take deep breaths. So funny, my kid, my two-year-old watches Daniel Tiger, which is a really cool show for two-year-olds that was is kind of a spinoff of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and it's really neat. But the thing that they do is they sing this song about when you're angry, uh, you should count to three or something like that. It could be as simple as just taking four or five deep breaths, breathing in for four seconds, holding for one or two, and then breathing out for five or six seconds. You don't realize what you're doing. You're sending oxygen to your brain. It's helping helping you tremendously calm what you're maybe feeling in that moment. So if you can pair those things together, pair walking outside or putting on your headphones and breathing as well, that could be beneficial for you. I know that it's helped me in moments. And, you know, Daniel Tiger says it works. So why should we argue with Daniel Tiger? Now, this last one might seem a little backwards or kind of in the phrase of asking for forgiveness versus permission. But I have to say that I think a building block for the next time we have these moments, is to ask for forgiveness. So I can't tell you how many times I have made a complete fool out of myself in front of my children, and I've had to say to my kids, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I don't know if you realize how important it is for our kids to see that we fail and how we handle that failure. And I think that in those moments where you know what, I flew off the handle and I was not helping my kids. I think that there is some value for them to see that I handled my emotions wrong, but I also took responsibility for the emotions that I had and how I responded to them. Now, in this case where uh, it may not be your kids, it may be the person in line at the grocery store, maybe this is a chance for us to go out of our comfort zone and just apologize. Whether they receive it or not, it's healing for us. And it'll also, I believe, set us up for success the next time we're anxious and the next time we feel like we need to respond in anger, then maybe we'll something will be triggered to remind us of that moment where we had to say we're sorry to someone because we responded the way that we did. 
I think it can be helpful. I know it has helped me numerous times. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I do it right every time or that I even apologize every time. But I do know that it has been beneficial in those moments for me to be honest and real and share that, you know what, I made a mistake here. And people will receive that a lot more than you would think. And here's a bonus thing that we can do, and it's going to feel backwards or maybe even odd, is, you know what? Be angry. What do you mean, be angry? Well, first off, anger is not wrong. It's how we respond in that anger. What I want us to see is that sometimes it's okay to be angry. Sometimes it's a reminder of the injustice that we feel. And, and sometimes we need to speak up and we need to be bold and remind people that they can't push other people around. One of the things that's so dear to my heart is bullying. And because that's something I dealt with as a kid, I am very passionate anytime I feel like someone is being bullied. And I'm not just talking about as a kid, I'm talking about as adults, people being bullied and pushed around. And I feel like as long as I do it in a healthy way, that anger, that injustice I feel is important, but you have to do it in a way that isn't tearing down the world. And that's where we get in trouble is there's this fine line of being angry and being destructive. And we have to let our anger be something that is productive, not something that's destructive. We're in a world where we tend to use anger in a way to tear people down and tear the world down. That is not what the purpose of it is. God gave us anger uh, it's a gift from him. It's not something that we should uh, use uh, to tear other people down. It's a way to build other people up and and create unity for, for one another. But we can't do that if we're living on the destruction side. As we wrap up this episode, I want to challenge you one more time to ask yourself that question, how do I respond to my anxiety? For you, it may be the anger piece, and hopefully this has been helpful for you. I hope that you could also replace whatever it is that your response is to your anxiety um, in and use these practical pieces to help you, because I think there is some value to understanding that structure and rhythm and having these tools in our toolbox, uh, they can really, really help us with our anxiety struggles. But as always, there's nothing... Uh, ever going to change unless we do the hard work of getting deep down inside ourselves and figuring out what's going on. It's that map illustration that I used earlier. What's the point A for us? And we have to kind of know where we're coming from to be able to know how to treat where we're at. So again, I hope that this has been beneficial for you. And I hope that if you're someone that struggles with anger like I do, that we can just work at this together. And if you have some practical tips, man, please let me know. You can shoot me an email at theanxiouspastor at gmail.com. I would love to share those with other people and just get them out there. If you're someone that deals with uh, anger and anxiety or in your anxiety, or if you have something else that's a reaction to your, uh, your anxiety, please, please share that as well. Well, like I said earlier, please hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends and family, rate and review. It means so much to us. And uh, be sure to check out theanxiouspastor.com for the show notes. And I just want you to know that I'm praying for you guys, that I love you guys, and we are going to be okay, people. We're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Whatever you're feeling today, it's going to be okay. 
but we can do this. We can get through this by living real, being authentic. So let's get trying. 